Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. And welcome back to the Man on the Post podcast. You may recognise my voice. I'm not Chris. I'm uh, Ross. I'm back in the host's chair. Chris has been dismissed back to Thursday evenings for the Extra Time show. I am back in the big seats on Sundays. Um, so, yeah, I'm here. Um, Adam, Greg, Tom and Colin also here with me. Should we call it a coup? <laughs> Just think of it as I had It's a, like a, two years ago, all over again. Extended <laughs> Oh, we're missing the James, basically, and we're back to as we were. Who? Hey. <laughs> he was only ever here in spirit. Have you seen his Instagram posts? In loving life in his pool, drinking beer. That's, I think that's all he does, actually. Um, but good evening, chaps. How you been, Colin? How you been this week? Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Can't complain. Always good. Yeah. Adam, how about you? Um. Yeah, well, not too bad. Fired off any angry emails this week? No, it's been <laughs> okay. Been a good week. Greg, how you been? You been uh, teaching this week? Yeah, it's it's been busy, <laughs> and yeah, it's, I'm tired, <laughs> but not sure. Surely Netflix makes your job a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it would do if we were, had access to it. Oh. It's one of the banned websites, <laughs> <laughs> which is really annoying. <laughs> We've got a big, big CRT TV with a video player. Yeah. You watch that, I've, just got, I've just got taped movies from when they were on Channel 4 <laughs> Saturday night. Do you have an overhead projector? No, but I do want one. Yeah, they will be good. Get on Gumtree, there's loads on there. Retro. Uh, Tom, how are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good week? Oh, not really. 
No people threatened to uh, beat you up after you finish work this week. Uh, someone beat up his car, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, some old lady, was it? Some old lady just drove on the wrong side of the road and drove straight into my car, yeah. Wow. Written off or fixable? I don't know, yeah. It's been, it's been picked up on Tuesday. Oh, God. I think the other two cars will be right off. Yeah, the other two cars. Yeah, she crashed into another car as well <laughs> before she hit mine. It's on a rampage. Yeah. She should be imprisoned. Anyway, um, we shall talk about some football in a bit. But first of all, if any new listeners um, would like to get to know some of us first, so we're going to play a little game of um, Guess Who Did the Following. So, which of the Man of the Post podcasters is a uh, grade five level violinist? <laughs> Who do we think, chaps? Who's a... Definitely Colin. <laughs> it can't be Colin. They don't, they're not that sophisticated up north. Yeah, violins in the north. No, but maybe when he came down to Essex, he's found a bit of culture. <laughs> in Essex? Yeah. I've never been to Essex, so... Essex or Leeds. Adam strikes me as a classical music aficionado. I would say of all of us, Adam. Personally. Adam would be the most likely for me. Hmm. Well, I know it's not Greg. <laughs> no. Greg, is it Tom? I bet, I bet Adam no. likes a bit of the ballet. And I can imagine that. Is that your thing, Adam? No, but culture. You know. <laughs> and, the, and the novels of Proust. <laughs> Dostoevsky. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, you think it's Adam? I'm going Adam. Culture. Uh, well, Greg, you got it right. Uh, of course it was Colin. How could it not be Colin? <laughs> Colin <laughs> for a double bluff. <clears throat> Was this your own personal choice or were you uh, kind of forced into it by your parents? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, <laughs> Do you still no, play it? I don't. I I, uh, I started at, uh, at, what, infant school and then probably gave up when I was about 17, 18. But That's quite I, a long I, time though. Colin, yeah. Colin get, when the ladies came rolling in, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if if necessary, I could whip out a violin if I had one, and and yeah, serenade the ladies. Well, there we go. That's our Christmas special sorted. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you release a Christmas album? <laughs> Footballing are nice with a violin background. <laughs> sorted. Oh, we're going to do one more. Um, which one of our Man of the Post hosts has never, ever eaten lamb? What? What? Oh. Um, kind of... What <laughs> <laughs> kind of life is that? I don't think it's for religious reasons. I don't think any of us are particularly um, against... What religion doesn't lamb. eat lamb? People who doesn't, eat, yeah, who lamb. doesn't eat lamb? That religion that loves lambs. Sheep? <laughs> <laughs> Sheep's not a religion, Ross. No. <laughs> Colin, you must be a big fan of lamb. The the thing is, you you, you could have two people in the pot here. Oh really? Because I've got to put I'm going to put my hand in the air, and I I'm going to tell you I've never had lamb. Oh my god! The smell of it repulses me. Wow. Okay. Cooking. I don't mean fresh lamb. I mean like when they're alive. I mean when the fried. You fry it, don't you? Fried yeah. lamb. <laughs> well, how else do you cook it? Roast. Do do? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fried lamb. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't know the smell of it. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky Stop. fried lamb. <laughs> Stop frying your a lamb. A bucket of battered lamb. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I've never had fried lamb or, or roasted or toasted or. Has anyone ever had fried don't, lamb? Don't, don't toast it. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, whoa. Um, that's a bombshell to drop, but. Greg, Colin, uh, Tom, Adam, who do you think? Who else has never had lamb on this podcast? You. I think it's you, Ross. I, I, reckon, I reckon the other person is Tom. I can confirm I have had lamb. Oh, oh. good. Well done. Not often, because it's very expensive. <laughs> it's Adam. What? Adam, how have you never Must eaten Adam, lamb? Yeah. Well, you see, when I told you this, you treated me like I was a right weirdo. So Colin has done me a huge favour. Yeah, there's two of you. Two weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got the same uh, beliefs as Colin? You don't like it fried? I've, I've never, I've never fried my lamb. <laughs> no, if, if, just... if that's the question, I've never had fried lamb either. So. <laughs> no, it was just. Um, um, I believe my, my dad had lamb once when he was he was young, and it made a meal, and then he's never had it since. So, I've never had lamb. Huh. Fair enough. Good man. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> You've all learned something, if that's the only thing you learn from this podcast, that Colin and Adam have never eaten lamb. You should. It's nice. It is nice, yeah. yeah. Nice nice lamb shank. Lovely bit of mint sauce. Mm. Let's talk about a team that were lamb for the slaughter, shall we? Aston Villa oh! lost 4-0 to Everton. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you think he did uh, I'm back. Is that why you used the lamb, the lamb back? <laughs> Just for that? Lamb? That's why lamb came last. <laughs> Don't reveal the secrets. Four <laughs> 0 Everton. Lukaku with two. Barkley with two. Villa, absolute shambles. I am loving life at the minute. Leeds might be rubbish, but Villa are even worse. Uh, Adam, how happy are you with the uh, the four 0 victory? Should have been more. Should have been more, but not take it. But <laughs> I'll take a four 0 Putting, putting 10 goals past Miller and Sunderland it's, it's just what you got to do isn't it that's <laughs> what they're there for I feel a bit broken <laughs> just padding the stats I do feel a bit sorry for Brad Guzan because he's got absolutely nothing in front of him that are trying to trying to stop the ball coming his way I, I particularly enjoyed when the um, man on the po- um, man on the post it was soon it'll be man on the post when the when the, when the Empire's complete rust but at the moment okay. it's match of the day the match <laughs> when the match of the day commentator referred to Delafeo having Kieran Richardson on toast. Oh, yeah. yeah, Tom, you're a big fan like, of that, weren't you? When did you get cool? <laughs> <laughs> Delafeo had Richardson any time you wanted him yesterday. He just beat him at will over and over again. I forgot Kieran Richardson was still a thing. Yeah. This is where players well, go to die. I, isn't can it, really? I can tell you he certainly isn't a fullback. <laughs> Certainly not anymore. The one Everton player I would be worried about is that centre back Funes Mori. He looks like a, a accident waiting to happen, doesn't mm. he? He's his um his acceleration must be about a two on FM. I haven't checked, but he is very, very slow. I, I think they would have wanted him to have a bit more time to settle but but Jagielka's injury has forced him to be playing a bit more than yeah, they would have wanted. They can't be any worse than Sylvan Distan at the moment. No, I mean it's good team. Good teams are coming and play against really. If you want to get some game time without much to do, Villa. Perfect for him, really. Galloway's looking good though. The young left back. 
Yeah, we've got loads of left backs. Yeah, you have, haven't you? You've Too many left backs. Garber as well. Oviedo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, four 0 win. How are you? Uh, thoughts on the season so far for Everton? Doing all right, aren't they? I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Seventh, uh, twenty points. Not bad. Yeah, back playing some good football above Liverpool. Yeah, that's always nice. <laughs> And, and I guess as well, Adam, you, you're going to have a fair few players out of that squad going to the Euros, aren't you? you uh, I mean, you, you'd probably say John Stone. Well, you, you definitely have to say John Stones, Ross Barkley, Seamus Coleman, Seamus Coleman, James McCarthy, maybe. James McCarthy, definitely. Yeah. Um, Morales, Lukaku, Lukaku. Yeah. Yeah. Barkley, Tim, uh, Tim Howard. <laughs> 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 Are you going to lose Karen to the African Nations in January? I don't know. I don't keep up with that stuff. Is that happening again? It seems to happen every year now. It was the last I don't one. Think it's this, don't think it's this year. Is it Ross? I thought they changed it, so it was in... No, you might be right. I saw a thing today about Chelsea want to sign Pierre Abangamang, whatever his name is, but they might lose him in January to the, the African Nations, I'm assuming. It's yeah, you could be right, because I think they made it so it was at the same time as the Euros. Hmm. I mean, even if he does go, though, you've got Morales to come in, haven't you? And I mean, he's playing bench part at the minute. Yeah, and value, so. Stephen Naismith. Oh, yes, get him in the lineup. Someone who's not going to the Euros. <laughs> hey, he's got the independence. They've got a whole month to do what they want. Unless he can find himself that Irish passport. <laughs> Villa, though, hilariously, five points from, 14, uh, from 13 games. They don't they need more than a point a game if they want to reach the points total of last year. What, how many games left have they got? 25? 25 games left and they'd need uh, about 30 points. Oof. I mean, they, do you it... reckon the team will stay up with 32 points this year, do you? Well, I reckon it's a possibility, yeah. Um, I mean, I was... Uh, you know, I listen to all the podcasts and things like that. What? You know, um, when I'm moonlighting occasionally. Hmm. But um, I, I did hear one person mention uh, something that was said by one of the the footballing great and he knows his stuff but he he actually reckoned that you could escape that the limit might be 29 points um, and, and that that man is Ron Atkinson mm. big <laughs> Ron. Mm. Yeah. he's never been wrong before <laughs> he, I mean he's got a lot of opinions that were still sort of based in the 50s <laughs> so 29 points would have kept you up it, 29, 29 is ridiculous there's no way you stay up with less than 30 but 32 is possible I think because like Greg said if Villa only get a point a game really but then they're, they're struggling to get a point a month at the moment so <laughs> yeah then there's less there's less really bad teams in the Premier League as there have been some terrible teams that have stayed up in the last few years where mm. all the teams down the bottom have just beaten each other but there seems to be a bit of a gap between the Teams at the bottom, the teams in mid table now. You got teams like, like Palace and Stoke. Yeah. Who are see Chelsea rich. getting out of that mid table <laughs> position down the bottom? But I don't need to get themselves into mid table first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, a, there's maybe four this season, isn't there? You think that are probably going to go down? I think but the bottom four now could be the bottom four at the end of the season. Yeah. I think the, I've got. I feel Newcastle might get out of it. But at the same time, uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you there, Greg, but I think that Bournemouth would be a striker signed in January away from being able to s- 
get a few more, a few more results and stay up themselves. They've got such they... a bad defence, though. And there'd be a, a striker injured in about <laughs> February. Yeah, away from... <laughs> no luck, have they? <laughs> and every, they've conceded the most goals in the Premier League. And I've got a stat that every every team who's conceded the most goals in the league has been relegated in the Premier League. Fair enough. Every season. That's my stat for the week. But Sunderland still have to play against Everton one more time. <laughs> Padding those stats again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some other games then. Uh, let's talk about uh, Man United and Watford. Now, I don't like to see Man United win, obviously, but I do enjoy a hilariously good own goal in the 90th minute from a player I despise. Especially one that just thinks he's got a, an equalising goal. Yeah, that's even more funny as well. Was it given? I thought it was given to Schweinsteiger. No, no it, was, it was going straight across the face of goal. Yeah, there was no was other it? Man United player really there either. Wasn't Schweinsteiger, it? Schweinsteiger did well even get that across goal. Yeah. Celebrated like he just won the World Cup. Something that he, he's probably... Yeah, well, he's well versed in that, so... Yeah. <laughs> a good finish from uh, Memphis, though, in this game. It's a great ball in as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movement across this, across this, the defender as well. They point out that Herrera didn't even look, did he? he? Just he knew where to put the ball. He didn't look for a specific player. Arrogant. <laughs> when you when you're that good, you can get away with that. Man United started without a striker, though. Great, well, put a bit of faith into Pied, didn't he? And it seems to have paid off. And he looked a bit sharper. He looks a bit fitter, doesn't he? Mm. Um. There's been lots of rumours that he's been enjoying himself um, in various nightclub scenes around the country. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, looked, he looked good, apart from his um, ridiculous sideburns. Yeah, yeah, that is a bit weird, isn't it? Mm, it's like a muscle chops. Looked like something out of a 1970s police drama. <laughs> he's, he's bringing them back. <laughs> he's trying to. Watford needn't worry though, they've got Villa next weekend, so they'll halt this slide and uh, get three more points on the board. Establish that mid table position. They're doing alright, sixteen points, thirteen games gone. I I, I don't think I don't think losing two games in a row against a team that first and second can be counted as, as a slide. No. I mean they thought they had a point, but they they're doing alright this season. As bad as things if things do start going downhill for, for Watford, they've always got a goal scorer in their ranks. In that in Igalo. Um so yeah, if uh, if you look at sides down the bottom, the likes of Sunderland, uh, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, they haven't got that goal scorer. Uh, Watford do, so I think Watford will be fine. They'll finish thirteenth, twelfth. Yeah, pretty much where they are now. Yeah, yeah, I think I kind of agree. Man United, they're second in the table. They're um, kind of quietly going about their business, even though there was, uh, you know. It looked like the Fergie United, hmm. um, that last minute, you know, pulling out of uh, out of the fire. Yeah. And I think maybe that that goal it could be crucial, really crucial come May. Chris Smalling's come on leaps and bounds this season. I was never his biggest fan, but he's looking like one of England's best. best Is he? He must back. be. I, in my opinion, he's England's best centre back. I'm not sure what everyone else thinks, mm. but if you look at you know the options that. Other options at the moment. Yeah. I mean, Cahill. <laughs> well, I think we can see what you know, 
his form it kind of goes hand in hand with Chelsea being a shambles at the back. You've got well, Jackie Alk is injured, but he was there was a couple of signs that maybe he wasn't uh, he was losing it a little bit. So obviously Stones is still developing, so I think Smalling's yeah. the one we need to build that back four around at the moment. They're developing that Smalling and Jones partnership as well, which could be vital for England. I still I still don't fully trust Phil Jones. <laughs> it's the faces, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're the best game in the world, but he still pulls those faces. He always looks like he's got a mistake in him, though, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't, I'd never trust someone who would headbutt a floor, <laughs> um, which he's been known to do. If you get yourself into a position where you're having to headbutt a floor, then maybe... <laughs> something's gone wrong. Yeah, something's gone wrong a little down the line. Do you think that, that, that's almost too committed to not wanting to lose the game, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, even the floor's getting it. That's only something you have to. Do, you should only be doing if you've made a wreck somewhere else down the line. <laughs> yeah, just concede the goal. Don't hit yeah. the floor. You know, was it see the um, De Gea save in this one from a deflected shot? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I love a, a massive hyperbolic um, statement, but that's one of the best saves I've ever seen because he was so far behind him when he actually got a fingertip to it. It's the way he has to change direction so yeah. quickly. Yeah. Adam laid out on the uh, the sports show earlier in the season that um, De Gea and his agent have played this season absolutely perfectly, haven't they, Adam? He's got yeah. his new contract. There's talk of Madrid coming back for him now. I, I think Manu United played it perfectly as well. Yeah, they're going to get a huge fee for him. Or um, or the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, it's win-win. And at the moment, they've got the best goalkeeper in the world. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're laughing either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about a team that are laughing this week for a change. Uh, Chelsea, they beat Norwich 1-0 in a very... Um, it, it should have been more impressive victory. Diego Costa missed five or six chances, I think, before he finally tucked one away. John Wiley was on fine form, to be fair to him. Uh, it but wasn't no- the best game, but it's, it's a good game to get going again for Chelsea, I suppose. Norwich weren't without their chance, though. No, they certainly I'm not were. saying I'm not saying that they were hard done by because, like you said, Chelsea could have had a few, but mm. on another day it could have gone could have gone Norwich's way. Yeah, that Chelsea back five still did not look like they really know what they're doing at times. Well, then attacking midfielder playing at left back. Yeah, what that, that Kennedy lad? I thought he was uh, like a winger, like an attacking midfielder. Yeah, I mean, Aspilicueta has not been your issue at the back this season. Of all of them, he's probably been the most uh, steady defender so far. Does Does anyone find the whole situation where, in a situation like this, normally, if a team was um, was performing this badly and there was this sort of talk around the manager, if they really believed in him, they'd they'd score a goal and they'd be running together and celebrating together yes. and they'd be all over him. They are not doing that. No, <laughs> Costa didn't want to celebrate with anyone. He looked incredibly angry when he had scored which is not unsurprising for, me, for Costa but I, I don't think they're, I still don't think they're a United team no no I mean uh, we said on last week's podcast um, Rebecca who's a Chelsea fan she said that Fabregas' statements in her marker in the past week and that basically their season is fucked is it's it's true that that's what the players are thinking as well do you see a massive shake up in the summer then I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you do if you're Chelsea. <laughs> Come on, Colin, you're always one for a, a fix in these situations. 
what can Chelsea Sa- do to turn this round? Sack Chelsea. <laughs> Sim- simple as that. I mean, it, it, it wasn't. Con- option. It, it wasn't convincing against Norwich, was it? No, not at all. I mean, and, and as Adam said, look, there's something still not right there, and you know, you know, you, you bang on the money. If, if your manager's under pressure, the first thing you do is you go and give him a hug, don't you? Mm. And all the players jump on top of him, and, and that's what's happened with Josie in the past. And, and it's just like he's got a bad smell around the place. It's um, I, I think they know he's, he's he's on his way out. So I think a lot of the, the rebuilding will depend on on who they get in. Do you think they wait, they wait to the end of the season and go after Pep, or go in January and try and get someone then? I, I don't know. I mean, I've got two schools of thoughts here because I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, why why'd you get rid of a manager?" You know, if there's no other good managers out there. But I think if 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 the rot has set in and and a, and a manager's lost the dressing room, yeah. it doesn't really matter who you get in as long as it's somebody different. I mean, obviously, could, you, know, you could even go somewhere as crazy as Avram Grant. Well, yeah. Well, if you're going to get a temporary solution in, just yeah, get get you know. Wasn't Di Matteo a temporary solution as well? Yeah, then he accidentally won the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I would, I, I would no. enjoy that if Chelsea finished like 16th, won the Champions League, but Tottenham finished fourth. <laughs> that would be the best outcome for Chelsea yeah, they, this season. They haven't they changed that rule now? Yeah, they have changed it. Yeah, yeah. Have they? That Tottenham is would still qualify. Oh, that is very annoying. Yeah, maybe Tottenham finish fourth, but we lose <laughs> that, a coefficient place. Still, that you'd know that before the season starts. I know exactly. what you are after here, Ross. So. <laughs> no, what we, we need isn't more... available to you anymore, unfortunately. Oh, more lasagna. That's what... <laughs> Every <laughs> team when Tottenham were away served lasagna. Yeah, that's that was yeah. No, just on the last day. <laughs> just on the last day. I'm all for that idea. All right, let's talk about the top of the table team, then, shall we? Leicester City, unbelievably. Uh, they demolished Newcastle 3 0. Newcastle are a complete shambles. There are times in this game, defensively, I've seen better performances Sunday league wise. I mean, Ijoa's goal, the second goal of the game, he was just completely unmarked at the far post. There was no defender. Well, there was a defender in the middle marking three people. Um, it, well, he was mar- He was Jan Matt was marking Ijoa, and then he. Then he just walks off. <laughs> just ran past him. It was, there, was a, there was a guy on the edge of the area. It's like, oh, I've seen that guy now. I'm going to go mark him instead. And leave it, this guy at the back post, six yards from goal. Something shiny. It, it was such terrible defending that I actually rewound it about four times on match of the day just so I could work out who it was. <laughs> then got his squad number and went and looked it up. <laughs> for this very situation. He could he just retire. That, it was that bad. It was terrible, wasn't it? I feel sorry for the guy in the middle. He, he had no chance. There was three players there. <laughs> and the defender for the third wasn't much better either, was it? Okazaki just... That was a bit of a, 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 a comedy goal. We just hit him in the face and went in. Yeah. <laughs> he looks happy with it, though. He'll take it. <laughs> he, was, he was absolutely buzzing off that goal. <laughs> yeah. Probably the shortest goal scored ever in the Premier League, but yeah, he'll take it. Uh, of course, we're, we're missing out the obvious thing. Yeah, Jamie Vardy has now scored, was it, 10 successive Premier League goals in 10 successive games. Pretty good. They, well, yeah, they were desperate for him to score, weren't they? Yeah, everyone was. Even Newcastle, it seemed. Newcastle was full of gifts as soon as he did it. People waited. There was so much stuff prepared that would have gone to waste. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's overlooking the fact. Next week, though. 
that's overlooking the fact unless you're match of the day, everyone else can see that that goal was offside. Shearer was adamant that it was on, wasn't he? Shearer looking at it with the line drawn on the pitch. <laughs> you could literally see him <laughs> on the line. Like a... his body offside. <laughs> yeah, go, no, no, this is this fine. <laughs> um, it's going to be a tough ask to, to break Bannister's record. Uh, they've got Man United next weekend. De Gea well, in the form of his life. Man United have conceded what one goal in like nearly seven hundred minutes. Yeah, and that was the penalty. <laughs> we forget a penalty we've seen as we saw last week that he just wrestles it off the actual penalty taker. So <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very impressive run of goals and run of games. I mean, he's doubled what he got last year. He got five in Premier League, and he's, he's forced his way into the England team. But we, had, we were having a chat earlier. We don't think it's going to last, do we, Tom? Well, it's just. I don't actually think he's that good a footballer. I know it sounds stupid because he's scoring ten games in a row, but he does one thing. I think he he's one just thing pretty well. a, a good footballer going through the best form of his life, and when it does die down, he's going to really struggle. It's a very good media story, isn't it? That playing non-league, blah blah blah, and now he's in the England team and he's scoring this many goals. But yeah, like you say, I mean. I can't see this happening again next year. No, I think it's it's got all the all the marks of a one season wonder. Mm. He's almost he'll, he'll be thirty midway through next season as well. He's a player uh, in a couple in a couple of years. He'll be being relegated with Aston Villa, <laughs> scoring two goals what, in thirty eight games what, from the championship. From, from, yeah, from the championship. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't tease me like that. I can't take that. Yeah, I think you're right. Newcastle, though, on the other hand, what? Just an absolute fucking shambles. Colin, you predicted McLaren would take them down at the start of the season. Everyone laughed at you. Um, you're laughing now, aren't you? I am indeed. No, uh, they're, no they're 17th. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Steve, Steve McLaren said um, at the beginning, beginning of his tenure, judge me after 12 games. Well, we are, Steve. We are. <laughs> and you've been well, yeah, shit. It's, it's one loss. Come on, give him a break. <laughs> Look, I think I think as well. You've also got to go a little bit beyond Steve. I'm giving Steve McLaren a bit of credit here. Go beyond what happened before Steve McLaren as well, and look at Newcastle's record. Then mm. it, there's something not right at Newcastle. It's not as if they haven't spent money either. Um, no, they've, I, they've, they've backed McLaren fairly well in the transfer market this summer. You, you can't t- you can't turn around a shambles of a club in one transfer window. No, but. Steve McLaren's doing a good job of getting him relegated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I said I said I said he was a clown at the time. I still think he's a clown, and I still think Newcastle are doomed. I do. Sorry, but there's been recent signs of improvement, though. Have there? Well, they, they had two one 0 wins, didn't they? I think <laughs> they beat. Uh, they beat Norwich. Yeah, one two. of them was against Bournemouth. <laughs> the other one, yeah, an absolute well, got... smashing grab. <laughs> but. That's maybe a good sign that they've um, you know, that, that they can they can win like that. Um, and then there was a nil nil draw against Stoke at home, which doesn't seem like much. But if you think Stoke, are, I think top of the form table at the moment. Hmm. Um, so there were signs of improvement. I think that this it was just a bad, a horrible time to play Leicester. Everyone knew what was going to happen. Yeah, and it happens. But, but I think I think Newcastle get- will have enough. Was getting beat by Leicester and then just defending like that. <laughs> Occasionally, your entire back five 
as well. Actually, that's a bit unfair on Rob Elliott because yeah, he didn't uh, have so much chance, did he? Yeah. Um, Never get being you near post though. It was if at no, least three, it was if at least three of those five had had a stroke in the middle of the game. <laughs> Colacini, I feel a bit bad for him because he's been a really good defender, but his legs have gone to the John Terry extent that he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He's just running around like a bit of a lunatic. But never fear, Newcastle fans. You've only got a trip to Crystal Palace and Alapaji next week, so that's going to go well. Uh, Alapaji is going to single-handedly bring tears to the to the northeast over the next two weeks. Isn't Those Palace players are going to be rather pumped up, I think. After after, after Sunderland t- tomorrow night, <laughs> they had a great time rampaging through the northeast. Alapaji with a Crystal Palace horse. Um, let's talk Liverpool Man City. Who saw Liverpool beat Man City 4 1 come in before the game? Well, no one saw it because they were all watching El Clasico. Yes, they were. <laughs> Apart from me, I saw a mango, a mango, Mangala's sorry, comedy own goal. That comedy performance. Clown. What is he? That, uh, is it a really good finish, to be fair? His legs, Jimmy, his legs are Sarah, yes. connected to his body. <laughs> yeah, they do seem to work completely independently of what his head's telling them to do. It's like he's on. It's like he's a puppet, <laughs> and someone's in control of the legs, and someone else is in control of the brain, yeah. and so they're just going in the wrong direction most <laughs> of the time. Yeah, I mean, they desperately need company back at the minute, or uh, Otamendi. I think that he's he's Tavini looks there. I think that for the last the last not all twelve weeks, but for the times he's played this season, hmm. he's looked like a much better player than he had done. Lastly, he looked like a player who'd settled and adapted. Yeah, and that's fair. I think that he is um, prone to an absolute horror show. <laughs> yes. And he'll do it on a big stage and they will stick in your memory. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, what people remember from last season is uh, the mistakes, the, the red cards and the, just the comedy gaffes, basically. <coughs> but starting to hear with him and Demichelis, is, it's... It's got to be a worry for City fans sometimes because they looked all over the place as a pair and Colorado and Sanger weren't much better either. I seem to be saying that keepers don't have much chance this weekend but Joe Hart didn't really have a great deal to do apart from the picking the ball out of the net four times. He did make a couple of fantastic saves though. The one-on-one with the one hand. Yeah, I mean he's got a world-class save in him every game. Yeah. And I think it's... it's it's unfortunate for him that the hair didn't go to Real Madrid because he would be the best goalkeeper in the league by and probably oh, yeah, pushing sure. the best goalkeeper in the world. If 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 Quarta, if he guaranteed that Quarta would have a knee injury. <laughs> yeah. But um I did get to do was get caught swearing on on live television at Always fun. six o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but my entire saw it. Martin Tyler having to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> this, I think, this is a massive outlier for Liverpool. Though they weren't that great, I think City were just this bad. I, I, I agree with you. Apart from the fact that they look, I think City made them look very good in that first half. Yes. Sterling but was I, getting dogs abuse, but that was to be expected. But I don't think this was some sort of coming out party for how brilliant Liverpool are now. No, they still started the game without a striker on the pitch. When Benteke was well, they had Sturridge and Benteke on the bench. Obviously, Sturridge is coming back from injury, but I mean that that's got to make you question yourself. Your Benteke, yeah, 
can't actually get in ahead of people that are really performing greatly this season. Tell you who is a good player for Liverpool, though, Emre Chan. Yes. He looks. He was so wasted at centre back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Liverpool played start almost a four-six-zero yesterday. With uh, well for Spain. Well, yeah, it certainly did. Not so well for Scotland that time, but you got, when you got Chan and Lucas sitting in front of the back four, but Milner and Lallana, Firmino and Coutinho, it's not, not some bad options there, really. I think that what was. What was interesting was the change in mentality from Pellegrini as well. That, um, as Gary Neville said in commentary, that there's pl- plenty of times when you can, as a someone looking at Man City, can call out Ayatore for his just lack of well, I don't know what you'd call it, a desire or just yeah trying or effort, or switching off occasionally, anything like that, but you don't normally actually see him getting called out by the manager but being substituted at half time <laughs> yeah it's not good it shows a kind of lack of depth that squad as well but he got subbed off and they brought Fernandinho on and Navas went off and they brought Delph on and Aguero did, went did, off did Aguero that. go off injured? no he's just being substituted or was he just rested because they knew they lost the game? they, they just gave it he was coming back from injury they just gave it up they got Juve on um, Tuesday night haven't they so that's a vital game for them. So that's a fair, that's a fair enough substitution, that one. Uh, let's quickly mention uh, Stoke, they beat Saints 1-0. What I, my main takeaway from this game is Shakira looks like he's packed on some pounds. He looks like a, a, a big stocky lad. I never, don't remember him being quite that big. But um, a nice finish from uh, Boyan. Or Boyan, as he kept saying about yeah. 30 times. On... <laughs> <laughs> it was like he... It was like he was making a point that it was, that, was, that it was supposed to be a Y instead of a J. So, and a nice finish by Boyan. The cross came into Boyan. Boyan was involved. I'm glad that wasn't just me. If I'm not annoying. Yeah, I heard that as well. Well, I did. Um, I also noticed in um, today was that any player who was doing bad and is now doing good, they were willing to put that down to where they just seem fit now. <laughs> Firmino, Shakiri, ah, oh, they're fit now. Yeah, there's no such thing as a lack of loss of form. No, but, yeah, they were just <laughs> <laughs> they're always injured, or just, or just not settling, or not yeah. used to playing in the Premier League. No, just not fit. <laughs> Can't come over here and play in our Premier League and expect to be, use the same fitness as in the up. No, it's different. <laughs> Five clean sheets out of six for Stoke. Jack Butland's uh, got me. Yeah, up. I don't. They turned it around. A I bit, don't like. They? I don't like praising Mark Hughes That's so much, but. The way he's the way the team that he's turned Stoke into. Mm. Can you imagine like three or four years ago when Stoke were just this long ball team with a long throw in? Can you imagine having an attacking three of Bojan, Arnautovic and Shakiri? When he had Kenwin Jones and Peter Crouch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still got Peter Crouch, but whose job is now mainly to appear at Soccer AM. It seems to be. Yeah. He's sort of almost there as like a, a court jester, isn't he? Just to keep him <laughs> out high. Just to keep him, keep the rest of them down to earth. John Walters looks like he ages a year every week. Yeah. I mean, he's had a big week. How grey has he gone? He looks... He yeah, big, he looks he like a... a big midweek. I reckon he was on the beers Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, is it Anatovic? He's um, kind of quite underrated, I think. He has a bit of um, a mental streak in him. He can go off occasionally, but he's kind of quite vital. I think the word temperamental was invented. <laughs> For him, but he's undoubtedly talented. Didn't um, 
Uh, he, he played under Mourinho at Inter mm. briefly, didn't he? Uh, I think it was, he's had a loan spell there. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's been looked at by some of the bigger clubs in Europe. Just um, himself down with a man bomb. Yeah, maybe, maybe St- uh, Stoke is about you know, his level. He strikes me as a um, an old kind of Tottenham signing, someone that they'll overpay for and expect really big things from. Tottenham don't overpay for players, do they? <laughs> Not anymore, it seems. But yeah, they used to. Uh, West Brom they beat Arsenal two one. Some uh, comedy <laughs> Arsenal with a comedy a comedy afternoon from Arsenal. Talk, uh, another comedy and goal. Yeah, right. C- could just let this ball go, but no, <laughs> no. I- I'll just go right punch you into the goal. Yeah. <laughs> Neat finish with the arm. I mean, I came on as a substitute, and now I'm going to have to go off injured as a sub- substitute. <laughs> what is it with Arsenal and injuries? I mean, it's getting it's getting to the point past parody now, isn't it? But it's the fact that it's not one season or two seasons; it's consistency. At some point, they've got to look at themselves and say, "What are we doing?" Yeah, something is going wrong in the week that's causing all these injuries. I mean, Cochrane took a heavy hit. That was that was a fair enough. He kind of anyone's going to get injured from that. But they're resorting to playing Kieran Gibbs left wing. But the, they're also just making. Uh, it also doesn't isn't help when you have Ar, um, Arsene just making some terrible decisions. Mm. So in that um, the Walcott upside. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll just I'll let it's cold, and Fiona Walcott does suffer from hamstring injuries. So. No need for you to warm up. On you go, son. <laughs> I can't possibly down to ten men for two minutes against Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal had seventy-five percent possession in this game. Still couldn't win. That's, that's Arsenal all over, isn't it? It was just classic. Just build up play with no end product. Yeah. Manchester they seem to completely negate the fact. That Morrison's finish was nice. It was shinned, wasn't it? Massively shinned off of his um, off of the jumping volley. I don't know, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a nice finish. But if we're going to get on Rooney for his overhead shin, this is just, just as much of a shin, if not more. And after him, we'll have a rival uh, Van Persie shin. <laughs> that volleyed shin from the about 20 yards out a few years ago. Yeah. That was probably the greatest shin. I think we're missing the trick here. Some of the really good goals are scored with a shin. Jermaine Defoe last season, the one where. He thought it was so good that he started crying. Shin. I don't remember that one. Reviewing your own goal that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal, though, yeah, they had a chance to really... Uh, well, they would, they would be top if they'd won this game. But they aren't. They lost, and they're in fourth now. But Villa would be top if they'd won some games as well. So well it's, true, yeah. It's a way. <laughs> I mean, more than a few, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite a I lot mean, of the the plus news for Arsenal Arsenal fans is that Arteta's supposed to potentially out for three months, and he and he's been terrible all season, hasn't he? When he hasn't so, been injured, that's a bonus. Yeah, but don't worry, they'll probably go and get Kim Cowster on loan. <laughs> <laughs> January, there must be some other players. All, all's not lost. Only if he's injured first, though. <laughs> um, our only other game is uh, Swansea two, Bournemouth two. Uh, good comeback by Swansea. Let me down, Swansea. Did they? Well, the only team to let me down. Oh, it was a nice finish by Dan Gosling in this game. Um, Dan Gosling sighting. Something that ITV... Did he play for Everton? Is. He did, yeah. 
He did, and then he decided to tear up his contract. Go to Newcastle for a bit. On a technicality, it went to Newcastle, and it did not go well for him. Didn't play football for two years, and now he's in Bournemouth. Nice finish by AU with the, the back heel. Yeah. And a cracking dive by AU as well to win that penalty. Ah, oh, absolute dive. <laughs> he's bought that one, hasn't but he? But Shearer thought it was a penalty, though. Shearer will just side with the attacker every single time, won't he? Yeah. Yeah, Kieran was starting with a defender, wasn't he? So it's kind of you get what you get with the pundits. To be but... fair, to be fair to Ayu, I don't think he's actually meant to dive. I think he's just tripped himself up accidentally and then just gone with it. Yeah, he's not. It's not a proper flop to the. Ground. But there's no way. There's no way that's a penalty. No. No chance that's a penalty. The, the faintest of touches, I think. Colin, you took a big. big Considering deep that that's that Southampton had a stone wall penalty turned down when Heller got kicked in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Gregory enjoyed that one by the sound of things. I might have done. <laughs> <laughs> Swansea, though, Gary Monk's under pressure, which seems mental to me, but they've not had a good run recently. <clears throat> At the start of the season, there were people tipping in for you know, the next big job that came available. Yeah. It does seem... Uh, it seems I strange I to how I think they've just gone off the boil a little bit. I don't really think they're underperforming. I think they are a lower mid-table... Premier League team. I don't think they're anything that special anymore. No, no. Look at look at their team. Who? What? What standout players have they got there? Yeah, exactly. It's a very of the position they are. That kind of team. That's what you'd expect, wouldn't you? Yeah. Still playing. They've got no Boney to score all their goals. Yeah. I mean, Sigurdsson. Man City don't have Boney to score all their goals, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Sigurdsson's not been on form really. Jefferson Montero has one good game a season. John and he's already had it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for them. But yeah, that, I think probably the previous um, overperforming has made the pressure so real for Monk right now. Yeah, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll go down. I think they've got enough to to definitely be above those that bottom five teams, I say. But I can't see them finishing any higher than mid table. I think they've got enough quality they... in that squad and Monk by all accounts knows what he's doing if, if you listen to people who you know, are in and around um, premiership you know, training grounds and yeah. that every it sounds like Monk is the the one who's really leading the way in, hmm. in, in what people are doing at football clubs at the moment you know, even they joke about off the weekly but having beds installed yeah at the training ground, just small things like that, and it sounds like he's doing long days. So, I, I one win in nine though, mm. one win in nine, and it was against Aston Villa, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> no. no, pressure, pressure is on. They just good. need to get uh, Gomez um, scoring again. Yeah, I didn't even know you were on form start the season. They and I think you've kind of seen um, the dip of people like um, Ashley Williams drop off a little bit. Mm. No, they've been conceding silly goals. Yeah, and I think that I think Swansea will be fine. They'll come good. Yeah, uh, let's have a look at the championship quickly. Um, there's two points separate the top five teams: uh, Hull, Brighton, Middlesbrough, Derby, and Burnley. Um, then there's a, a bit of a drop off to Birmingham in sixth place. Uh, not a, a massively eventful weekend in the championship. A few draws. No one really. Uh, no one really staked. No one's really staking a claim to pull away with this season. Really, it's you think three or four teams 
are good enough to kind of go up as champions this season. Uh, down at the bottom. But everyone's probably seen what's happened in the last 10 years in championship when they go top of the league and just lose every game for the last three months. Yeah, so they've decided we're going to stay third until about <laughs> until about March and then win games. Middlesbrough in the driver's seats right now. Then. I think Brighton will drop off. Yeah, I think I think they've got into a habit of drawing too many games, mm. um, and I think that they'll drop out of contention. Yeah, they drew. Today. You know, they Brighton. haven't lost, but they're not winning enough. Yeah, they started. Brighton, not exactly they? big goal scorers either. Uh, they've um, bulldogs out injured at the moment, so Bobby's a moron uh, in the line. Exactly, you can't see, come. They're a couple of injuries away from, yeah, uh, really dropping off the pace. I think the ones to look at Hull and Burnley are best equipped to get out of that division. Yeah, mainly because um, manager and playing staff, the people who they've managed to keep. Yeah, I think it's it's two from four really with Derby and um, Middlesbrough as well. They've both been. Well, there. if if you if. If Derby hadn't bottled it for like the last three years, you'd say they'd be looking good to go up. But if they're in that position in March and April, the they're going to be. They? It's going to be in the back of their head. Yeah. Bottled it before. We've up before. But if it wasn't for their terrible start, then they'd be uh, miles ahead of this division because they're yeah. really kicked into gear of, of late. No, it took them seven or eight weeks to get their first win. Yeah, on the they've got they've got Chris Martins. Um, Started. He was. He had a couple of injuries at the start of the season, but he's now um, fit and he's scoring lots of goals. Mm. And they they look like a good outfit. But if you look at some of the other side, I think Hull just look not many weaknesses in that side. No. Um, and Burnley are another one. Well, they've got Andre Gray up front, uh, who's the top goal scorer in the league. Uh, I think it would be yeah. Add Derby into those two, mm. and there's there's your teams that are going up. Yeah, I think there's probably. Probably pretty close to the, the three going up there. Um, Colin, what happened at the road yesterday? Uh, Leeds got beat. Thunder. Well, Le- Leeds got beat by the bottom team. <laughs> as we do. Yeah, as you do. You know, I, I thought it was great that a lot of the local journalists were saying, "Well, Leeds have had two back-to-back wins, and uh, they're on a bit of run of form now, and the teams at the top might get a little bit scared of them making a run into the playoffs." And it's like, "Oh, hello, here comes Rotherham, one 0 <laughs> There you go. It's 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 embarrassing, really. Yeah, it wasn't great. I so say you're on the you're on the pessimistic stage of the season, Colin. <laughs> so when you win a few red. games over Christmas, you'll be up in the <laughs> playoff contention again. No, I just think that um, I'm resigned already. Normally, it comes about Christmas time, January, where I come resigned to the fact that we're neither going to get relegated nor promoted, just in that mishmash in the middle. But I'm already there. That comes out um, for me. Yeah. The, the, the manager's asking for players. Um, I think he's basically got zero chance of getting any players. Nope. Um, I think the window closes on Wednesday for the emergency transfer window. Um, and uh, so I think Leeds are stuck with what they've got, which isn't very good. Trying to loan players from Sunderland because they're doing fantastically. Let's, uh, let's get some of their wonder players in, shall we? Um, the red card, it was a definite red card for... Uh, Leon Best and probably a fairly well deserved red card from Bradley as well I can appreciate he was angry but you can't push people over yeah I, my, my thinking on this is that I mean yeah he's going to get he's going to get suspended for a while isn't he because uh, yeah, pushing the linesman over but yeah the Max Gradle moment he, he did um, but to be honest I don't mind seeing a player suffer a suspension for 
reacting badly after getting smashed in the face, no. which he was. So it's like, well, fair enough. I'd, I'd be a little bit disappointed if he just rolled around on the floor. <laughs> you know, and... Um, it was pretty brutal. I mean, there was blood all over him, wasn't there? So he's probably got a broken nose, I would have thought. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, good news for Sam Barham is he still won't be able to play because Charlie Taylor's fit. So Charlie Taylor will take Bryony's place at left-back and Barham will remain on the sidelines. We missed the Premier League game. We're not going to do any cutting with this. Uh, we missed the Tottenham um, beating West Ham. Sorry, Spurs fans. I just talked about how you wouldn't make the Champions League this season, but... Missed out your game today. Harry came to Toby Alderweireld with one, and Kyle Walker, young player of the year, Kyle Walker scored wow. And then almost immediately uh, reverted back to the Kyle Walker we know and love. Opponents <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> making a horrible mistake. <laughs> he, he scored a so goal, annoyed. then gifted West Ham a goal three minutes later. <laughs> he looked so annoyed. You could tell he was thinking that's all they're going to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, um, but West, of all the teams who played terrible this week, West Ham were the worst. Really, I thought I with Villa. I thought Everton were really good. Yeah, and that I think most teams would have been you know, pasted by Everton yesterday. Played on that form, oh, did West Ham went out with the, just trying to make Tottenham look good. <laughs> they made it so easy. Well, it was just there was just their decision making. I mean, Carl. Um, Carl Jenkinson, bless him, had a torrid time. He's even, even trying to pass it back to his goalkeeper in his own six-yard box. Um, I don't want this ball. Yeah. He then tried to do keepy-ups with it. Yeah. It was oh, just everything from from front to back. Andy Carroll looks sluggish. Uh, Noble and Coyote were being ran off, ran, ran off the ball yeah. by uh, Ali and, and Dyer. They, the creative players could get no service. I mean, Lanzini looks alright. Um, the, 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 the only sort of three chances West Ham had were when Tottenham were being so arrogant, just <laughs> gave them the ball in front of the goal, pretty much. There was one where Sun just tried to do like a Cruyff turn on the sideline, got tackled, and they almost scored. That was offside. And, um, and I can't remember who it was, one of the defenders just let. Um, just let the ball go and they had another chance and then Lanzini's goal at the end was just very undeserved I mean 4-1 probably flatters West Ham wow because Tottenham should have scored about 6 or 7 Harry Kane put a 1-on-1 about 20 yards wide Uh, Son probably should have scored Ericsson missed probably the easiest chance I'd say how did um, uh, Rage drop to on the Deli Alley look? He's had a big week, hasn't he? he well, he, he, could, he got himself booked so needlessly and now misses the Chelsea game. Oh, really? Yeah. I think he, he was. He, I think he has that streak in him. He, he was, it was nothing to do with him. Right. And he's just. Uh, it's kicked off a little bit and he's just launched in and started pushing people. Oh, okay. And he was good, you know, when he wanted to play football. Yeah. Looked good, but I just. The temperament isn't there. No. It's alright, they've got Ryan Mason to play against Chelsea, though. Almost. A good goal. Did he? Yeah. I mean. He should have scored as well. He obviously had that shot at the post from about 30 yards, but he had volley from about. From where? Was it Winston Reid? Just headed the ball straight to him in front of the goal. My favourite bit of that was the uh, James Tompkins for the um, Kane's second goal. Uh, that was a, a wonderful bit of. 
football. Yeah. <laughs> just gets the ball short from his keeper. Proceeds to just um, <laughs> straight to Christine Eriksen, ten, 10 yards away, who uh, knocks it to Kane, who then scores. And it's just like, every goal was so avoidable. But like, just do simple things like marking <laughs> or, or tackling or passing. Well, Winston Reid ran into the back of his own player for the second goal, which yeah. meant Alderweireld had a free header. Jenkinson, first of all, played everyone on side and then proceeded to get turned like an absolute kipper by not by Harry Kane, who's not he's not like Messi, is he? He's not the most agile of footballers, and he got Harry turned. Kane's a really weird. He's a really weird footballer. He's like he's like a really good headless chicken. <laughs> Because half the time he's got the ball, he just doesn't look like he has a clue what's going on. He just runs in the direction he's going. <laughs> doesn't look up, doesn't pass it to anyone. He just runs with the ball as far as he can until he either loses it or scores. Seems to be working for him at the minute. Um, Adam. Yes. El Clasico. Yes. Slightly one-sided. Very one-sided. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I, when I said that West Ham were the worst team in the weekend, <laughs> I, I completely forgot about Real Madrid and then just how they just imploded. Was it a case it, of Barca being that irresistible or as Greg put on his Twitter that Real just implode and they do it spectacularly? I think that... It didn't, it didn't, I don't think it helped that half of Real Madrid's team hadn't really played any football. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. I think that Barca were fantastic, but maybe if you... But I think that Rafa got his team selection very wrong. Yeah. We had Bale and Benzema who hadn't played for six or seven weeks. Wow. Um, Hammers had only played the week before the international break, before coming back from an injury that was a similar sort of layoff. Um, and they looked like it. Yeah. And they tried to play with, with a huge amount of intensity at the in the opening game. They tried to pressure Barcelona really high up the pitch um, not letting their, their centre-back split or settle on the ball yeah. and they got very tired very quickly Ugh. and then they just got picked apart absolutely picked apart and it could have been so much more worse it could have it, 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 it. it was a strange game because in the way that it could have Greg's right Barcelona could have had eight <laughs> but Claudio Bravo maybe made three world-class saves really? It could have gone. I think Munir must have had money on 4-0 because he did not want to score <laughs> when he came on. Even PK, PK was screaming at him for, oh, for taking a chance. PK had been getting dog's abuse for the entire game and then he just sees it probably on a plate for him and this nipper gets in the way. <laughs> shanks, it, shanks it wide. <laughs> and then it, it, it was funny, every time Barcelona went forward in the last 20 minutes, you just saw a guy sprinting through the straight down the middle of the pitch. Oh, it's PK again. <laughs> just just running up. Just doesn't it doesn't care about defending anymore. You're falling up. Just going to sprint to the opposition box and hope you get the ball. So really uh, enjoy the idea of after about 70 odd minutes bringing on Messi just to sheer things up. Yeah. Well, they, what, what they did is uh, they took off they took off a midfielder as well. <laughs> we're we're fr- we're freeing up. Let's bring on Messi. Get a little bit bit, bit defensive. Yeah. It took us gets 91 minutes to get a book in. That's surely a sign of how easy it he was, was for Barca. He was fantastic. Yeah. He was just he, every time um, uh, Raul got the ball, he was there to break up play. He was fantastic. I mean, it's, like Adam said, Rafa got his team section so wrong. I mean, why his decision not to play Casemiro? He's forced his way into the side, been playing week in, week out, 
and has been playing really well. Um, and then he's, he's played uh, Hamez in there instead. Mm. It did look match fit. Obviously, Bale's just come back from injury. Benzema's been injured and otherwise yes. engaged with other things. Authorities. Uh, yes. That it's, it just, he got it all wrong. And Especially when you're saying that you could be, it's not like the, the alternatives weren't Isco. Isco's red card was hilarious. He just thought, I've had he enough. Just, he, he just had enough. Neymar <laughs> turned him for like the tenth time. He thought, no, I'm just going to kick him and walk off. He <laughs> <laughs> waste the red card. He just walked straight I off. like those red cards. Speaking, speaking of another player who should have had a red card, uh, Sergio Ramos was absolute filth. Only a booking for Ramos. That's good. He twice in, in the game really enjoyed this lovely little um, pirouette where he just flicked his ankle round behind. <laughs> he did it to um, Danny Alves in the first half and, or, and um, should have been booked and then he, he did it again. It was, was the second one in the penalty area? Greg? It I was, yeah. It was on Neymar. No, wasn't it Suarez? Suarez should have had a penalty, shouldn't yeah. he? I'm not I sure they might have different penalties, though. <laughs> they spent so much time in their box. <laughs> but the, the Iniesta goal was the, the highlight, wasn't was it? That just... the one where he broke three, and there was, there was a really nice build-up play where Real was just chasing around like headless chickens. And he's just, he's just been back heel to him uh, around the edge yeah. of the box, and he's just thumped it home. It was still rising as it went in. <laughs> Yeah, he put, he, he put something. He, he put some Ronald, on that. Yeah, he had a Ronaldinho moment, didn't he? When when he got applauded off. Not bad for an old. By the by, the Real Madrid fans. Yeah. Can you can you see that in England? Oh God, no! Can you see that in England? Liverpool, Man United, <laughs> like say. <laughs> I think we did, didn't we? In Gerard's last game, he got applauded off. Yeah, but that was like a get through pity. Off. That was like a testimonial, though. Wasn't it? No, I, I, I'm talking about the red card when he came on at half time. <laughs> Gerard, of course, in the papers today for punching someone in the street outside the nightclub. He'll do that. He will. <laughs> <laughs> he's got not his, form in that not his first time. Probably <laughs> self-defence. <laughs> That's probably, what he's playing. Probably Phil Collins related. <laughs> he claimed he was um, uh, trying to be the peacekeeper by well, punching don't, someone. Don't you don't punch him, Well, I believe the legal defence last time worked. Well, well, if I didn't punch him first, he was going to punch me. So, <laughs> I, judge, I judge looked at that and went, Yep, you play for Liverpool. That's probably what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's not guilty. Move, let's move on then, shall we? Go. Colin's not spoke for a while. Let's hear one of Colin's games. Colin's <laughs> fan favourite game this week. We left the country. And that's fine. <laughs> just quick. Watch some of this, didn't you, Colin? Did you watch the Classico? Just I did watch a bit actually. Yeah. It's good in it. Spanish football. I, I was quite impressed. There's been some good games this weekend. Some funny did, games. Uh, just quickly, and our European there was two. Uh, Brilliant stats I saw around Europe. One was the fact that that the Classico had the five most expensive players of all time play on the pitch. Wow! In the starting lineup, and the second, this is an incredible stat. This is in, um, apparently if 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 every shot Bayern Munich had had against them in the league this year had gone in, yeah. they would still be top of the league by one point. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah. They're ridiculous. They're beyond dominant, aren't they? That game they lost a few weeks back. They just must have like not not cared about it. <laughs> just turned up, thought, yeah, we've won this already. Don't have to do anything. But just think about how dominant that is. Normally, teams in a game could have like up to thirteen shots. So you, you talk about maybe five or six shots on target. Mm. They're controlling to such an extent. 
Yeah. It'd still be top of the table. <laughs> Ridiculous, ain't it? Got... <coughs> Colin, right. I've derailed it. It's on you. Yeah, go on, Colin. Give us a game. Okay, so it's a welcome return of you tweet. Oh. <laughs> and ev- everybody, everybody loves this. Um, but it's, it's you tweet with a difference because uh, what we do now is we don't just necessarily take uh, references from Twitter. We also take references from our own private internal WhatsApp chat. Yeah, Colin takes the things that, that I intentionally don't broadcast in public. Yeah, and broadcast them in public. And makes them public records. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I think that all the guys on Man on the Post think that I'm massive fans of them because I'm always favouriting their tweets, <laughs> and, and and I'm not yeah. actually sending you hearts. I'm just keeping them down as records, right? So, oh no, <laughs> I'm worried now because I had a notification from you the other day. Now, yeah. <laughs> me too. Uh, Colin, Colin has favourited your tweet. It's now not going to not going to bode well with me. <laughs> okay, if, it, well, if that... this is just if this is just triple firing, I know it's me. <laughs> Okay, well, without further ado, let's jump in. So, so you guys as a team have to decide who you think said this, and it could be either on Twitter or WhatsApp. So let's 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 go with it. Okay, so who said this? So, the Groupon voucher I bought for a meal at a restaurant is for a place that is closed down. Glad they didn't tell me and still took a booking. I know this one, so I'll keep quiet for a second. Who who likes a a cheeky bargain? Uh, and or not so as it seems. Well, yes. <laughs> Greg, Tom, any any thoughts on this? Adam, who do you think? I reckon it's Adam. What's Groupon? <laughs> it's uh, an online voucher-based deal thing. So it's basically for shit shops that can't. Get rid of their shit, so they or sell it off that are shot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was Adam. I know the great right. <laughs> okay, so um, this one, uh, the, the text may give it a little bit away, but uh, let, let's stick with it. Just had a dream that oh. I was sat. Just had a dream <laughs> that I was sat down Gosport by the ferry. And Steve McLaren walks past. I say, Morning, Steve. And Greg starts telling him about his recent losing record as a manager. Then he said, I can live with that. And started playing on a fruit machine. (laughs) Got to be top. (laughs) I have weird dreams. Did he win on the fruit machine? I don't know, I woke up. No, Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren. I woke up. <laughs> he was playing on it. It, it was Never indeed know. Tom. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, just just a quick one then. Uh, I'm a casual pickle onion. Uh, I'm a casual pickle onion. Oh. Who would uh, like a bit of the pickle onions? No, I love a pickle onion, but I, don't, I can't remember if I said that or not. I don't know. That sounds that sounds like a Colin tweet. It does. I can't imagine anyone else saying that apart from Colin, really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell. Yeah, Tom. It's I, Colin. 
I, I could tell you it's Ross. Oh, I'm not sure. It, it might have been Monster Munch related. No, I don't think it was. No, was it not? Mm. You're actually in the pickled onions in oh, the I jar. Love, I love a pickled onion. They're disgusting. Oh, <laughs> it's like fun. a jar of eyeballs. No, they're onions, not eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who said this? I'll be home soon. Going to get fired for throwing food over the first CUNT who says something. Tom. Tom. <laughs> yeah, sounds like Tom. Oh, that's well, I don't think that's me. <laughs> I don't work with food, so... Well, I do technically work with food, but... I don't throw food. Uh, seems like you threatened that. If you got angry yeah. enough. <laughs> I, I, I reckon, is it a James? Is it a trick question? <laughs> it is a James. Oh, my word. It <laughs> is a trick question. You can't lay out a rule to this, Colin, before yeah. we start. <laughs> you, you know I always what throw... What It's a Colin quiz. <laughs> yeah. I think this was uh, Rugby World Cup related. James, obviously, in Australia... I think England had just been beaten, oh, hence the uh, the angry angry tweet. <laughs> okay, so we'll just do one last one now. Um, it's Friday night, and I'm sat at home, drinking vodka, eating pasta, and playing FIFA. I'm so rock and roll. FIFA makes me think it's great. Is he a vodka drinker, Tom? He does like pasta. He does like pasta. Yeah, I do really? like pasta. Uh, I'm going Greg. I'd say I'd say that's probably Greg. It is Greg. He was yeah, having a yeah. pasta vodka and FIFA night. What a night. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. And that's was it, there, really, for, was, for you. Was there at least a mixer? <clears throat> oh, yes, there was, there was some, I think, uh, lemonade involved. Not just so, meat out of the bottle. That's what teachers do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a this long straw out of the bottle. <laughs> Curdy one. Uh, lovely stuff. Let's have some more of that in the coming week, Colin, I think. Uh, I think that brings us an, to an end of this week's podcast. I'm struggling to actually talk because I can't stop sniffing or coughing. Um, so I apologise if you're listening to that. Um, you can... Of course, contact us on Twitter at Man of the Post. Um, extra time will be back this Friday, um, so get in your five-a-side teams for Sunderland. If you could think of a five-a-side Sunderland team, You're can you think of five team. Sunderland players? Exactly. I've gone for Lionel Perez in goal. That's as far as I got so far. Anyone remember him? I hope Titus Bramble's in the squad. <laughs> oh, there's some, there's going to be there's some going to be some classic names. <laughs> Just thinking that some of the Suns and teams that got relegated. Yeah. I mean, Phil- Kevin Phillips has to be a shoot. You're yeah. in Golden Boot that one season in the Premier League. But, uh, yeah, so get us, let us know your Sunderland five-side teams. Um, give us a tweet with those or Facebook if you follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rossdown1984. You can follow Adam on Twitter at... AdamSA101. And Colin at... Cass707. Uh, Tom, you can follow at... Uh, I don't know what. Um, what's my Twitter name? Is it Alano Eleven still? Oh, it is. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, because the guy who's got Tom Lana yeah. hasn't tweeted for like five years, oh. but I can't get the fucking username off it. 
that is annoying and to make it even more annoying Greg what's your Twitter uh, Greg Kitchen there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice work uh, so yes we will be back next week uh, and all the way through the season two shows a week so look forward to that if you want to leave us a rate and review on iTunes give us five stars and a lovely little uh, comment uh, but until... just 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 quickly, Ross, I was yes. just going to say, um, maybe we should just give a quick shout-out to Mark, who's appeared on our podcast, uh, oh, yes. at the Football Pink, for, for um, we just can't stop winning awards, can we? I know. He won uh, Best Established Blog at the FBAs. We, of course, uh, boycotted the We're FBAs. claiming that. We're claiming that award, are we? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, as a we. <laughs> okay. I mean, we have literally had very little to do with that. Hey, I bought an issue. Yep, so did I. There you go. <laughs> I don't think I actually bought much. Send it to me. Even better. So yes, we will be back next week. So until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from Tom. Tom. Good. Well done. Well done, Tom. <laughs> and a goodbye from Adam. Bye. Until next week. Always have your man on the post.